Ben Shapiro here, and you're about to listen to the audio-only version of Debunked, my newest series where I dismantle and debunk a common leftist myth each episode in 15 minutes or less. If you like what you hear, head on over to dailywire.com slash subscribe, use promo code DEBUNKED for 20% off, and become a member today. This is the only way to get the full experience. The show has a documentary feel. It's got amazing visuals to help guide you through a plethora of stats and facts. You can binge the entire first season right now on The Daily Wire. Go to dailywire.com slash subscribe, use promo code DEBUNKED, for 20% off. Summer is upon us, and it's going to be a great summer for you. This is why you need the best pair of wireless earbuds on the market. My advice to you, take your Raycons with you. A pair of Raycon wireless earbuds in your ears, it can make all the difference no matter what you're listening to. Whether it's a podcast like this one or whether you're watching TV or just listening to music, you get crisp, powerful beats at half the price of other premium audio brands. Raycons look great. They feel even better. They come in a range of cool colors with customizable gel tips included for a comfortable in-ear fit. And Raycons are built to go wherever you do with quick and seamless Bluetooth pairing and a compact charging case. I use my Raycons for everything. I mean, I use them to watch TV. I use them to listen to music. I use them to listen to podcasts. I use them to listen to phone calls. The whole shebang. Listen up. Raycon right now is offering 15% off all their products for my listeners. Here's what you've got to do to go get it. Go to buyraycon.com slash Ben. There you will receive 15% off your entire Raycon order. And it's such a good deal. You'll want to grab a pair and a spare. That's 15% off at buyraycon.com slash Ben. That's B-U-I-R-A-Y-C-O-N.com slash Ben. Buyraycon.com slash Ben for 15% off your entire Raycon order. If you're a responsible human being, you need life insurance. This is just a simple truism. You have people who depend on you. God forbid something should happen to you. You need to make sure they are taken care of. Well, you got a lot on your plate. Here's an easy way to get that life insurance issue taken care of. Head on over to Policy Genius. They make it easy to compare quotes from over a dozen top insurers all in one place. Why compare? Well, it could save 50% or more on life insurance by comparing quotes with Policy Genius. And that amounts to 1300 bucks or more per year on life insurance by using Policy Genius to compare policies in many cases. The licensed experts at Policy Genius work for you, not the insurance company. So you can trust them to help you navigate every step of the shopping and buying process. That kind of service has earned Policy Genius an excellent rating on Trustpilot. Getting started, super simple. Head on over to policygenius.com. In minutes, you can work out how much life insurance coverage you need and compare personalized quotes to find your best price. When you're ready to apply, the Policy Genius team will handle the paperwork and the scheduling for free. Policy Genius never sells your information to other companies and they don't add on the extra fees. Head on over to policygenius.com right now to get started. Policy Genius, when it comes to insurance, it's nice and incredibly important to get it right. So you keep hearing that Joe Biden is doing a magnificent job on COVID. That he inherited a mess and now we're on the right track. Here's the problem. That's not true. They're not following the science. They're lying about their plans. They're setting unattainable standards for reopening. Good evening, my fellow Americans. And they are doing all of this for political gain. The circumstance relating to how the administration was handling COVID was even more dire than we thought. The Trump administration. The Trump administration. But President Trump still doesn't have any real plan. No real plan. The Trump administration had no real plan for the production and distribution of the vaccine. There was no national strategy or plan for vaccinations. The Trump administration left us with no plan. No, no real no plan. plan. Now, throughout this pandemic, the media particularly have been in the bag for the Democrats. I mean, the media routinely said that Donald Trump was lying when he said that within the year there would be a vaccine. When I say quickly, we're looking to get it by the end of the year if we can. Jane, uh, you spoke with several vaccine experts. How realistic is this goal? I didn't hear anybody say by the end of the year was likely or probable as the president said. 
Here's the thing, he was right. Breaking news from Pfizer. This is the news that we've been waiting to hear. Pfizer executives are calling it one of the biggest medical breakthroughs in the past 100 years. A COVID vaccine developed in just six months. In fact, they only announced the efficacy of the vaccine one week after the election. I don't think that's a coincidence, actually. My predecessors, my mother would say, God love them, failed to order enough vaccines. The vaccines had already been developed. The U.S. government was always going to buy these vaccines. Failed to mobilize the effort to administer the shots. It is states that have been tranching out the vaccines. Fail to set up vaccine centers. The president-elect says he'll use FEMA and the National Guard to set up 100 emergency vaccination centers around the country. According to Bloomberg News, his administration's distribution of vaccines so far looks a little different from that of its predecessor. Biden and White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki Good afternoon. said repeatedly their goal was 100 million shots in 100 days. Yesterday, Mr. Biden made a promise. 100 million shots in the first 100 days. 100 million shots in our first 100 days in office. Well, here's the thing. America was already injecting a million people per day by the time Biden took office. Is that high enough? Or higher than basically where the U.S. is right now? Come on, give me a break, man. Come on, guys. In reality, here's what the Biden administration did. They got elected. That's the whole thing. The media kept claiming over and over and over that on the eve of the pandemic, Trump cut the CDC budget. How does a notorious germaphobe cut the budget of an agency that fights infectious diseases? He drastically cut the uh, the budgets for the CDC. Uh, he drastically That's not true, even according to factcheck.org. Trump may have proposed cuts. The cuts never happened. In fact, the CDC budget increased. By the way, citing people's budgetary proposals as actually the basis for failure is itself a fail. Budgetary proposals never make it into law. Then there's the myth that Trump muzzled the scientists. Even Anthony Fauci has said that that is not true. Let me let me clarify it. I have never been muzzled, ever. Then there's the claim Trump said coronavirus was a hoax. And this is their new hoax. It's not a hoax. It's a crisis. He never said that coronavirus was a hoax. Trump instead said that the way that the media was treating him over coronavirus was a hoax. That's what he actually said. And by the way, he was right about hydroxychloroquine being a treatment that has now been authorized for emergency use. The frontline workers, many, many are taking it. I happen to be taking it. I happen to be taking it. Hydroxychloroquine. I'm taking it, hydroxychloroquine. The insane hatred for hydroxychloroquine just because Trump mentioned the drug, it was indeed a crazy thing. Yeah, I've taken it for about a week and a half now, and uh, I'm still here. One of the areas where the Trump administration should have done better was in ramping up testing very early, but. The reality is that as the pandemic progressed, testing was not chiefly the issue because once you had moved into community spread phase, there was no way to do testing and tracing. It just was not possible once you had tens of thousands of cases, hundreds of thousands of cases simultaneously across the United States. At that point, we were not going to test our way out of the pandemic. The only solution was a vaccine. There's no question the Biden administration is more pro-mask than the Trump administration. But we are now a year into the pandemic and masking is no longer the chief issue. And yet that still seems to be the thing that Biden talks about the most, which suggests that a lot of this is about optics, not about efficacy. It's great to have you with us. Thanks for being here. Um, I wanna ask you about schools. Trump was right about schools. He said early on the schools should be open. The president is now pushing for schools across the country to reopen. So we're very much going to put pressure on uh, governors and everybody else to open the schools. He was consistently right about that. Democrats are still insisting that many schools should not be open, 
I'm not sending kids and our education workforce into our schools unless it's safe. It's that simple. CDC Director Rochelle Walensky pointed out that schools could open safely without teachers being vaccinated. Vaccination of teachers is not a prerequisite for safe reopening of schools. One of the most robust findings in science is that schools, particularly for elementary school students, do not increase risks to teachers. In fact, the studies show that the baseline level of risk to teachers is no different from the baseline level that all adults in a society experience from COVID. But the White House didn't like that because it suggested that the schools should be open. Teachers unions don't want the schools open. She, uh, the, the, uh, Dr. Walensky um, spoke to this uh, in her personal capacity. Obviously, she's the head of the CDC, but we're going to wait for the final guidance to come out. Was Rochelle Walensky speaking in her personal capacity? Of course not. She was at a press conference with the CDC step and repeat behind her. Reopening schools safely will be a national priority for the Biden-Harris administration. They need to open safely under the circumstances. We can reopen sa them safely, but we want to do it safely and do it safely. Safely. Which basically means no hard standard at all. Safely can mean literally anything, because you can always say that schools are just not safe enough. Believe that up to 22 states, I believe, have prioritized but teachers in terms of but vaccinations. But if they're not vaccinated, the is it safe for them? Well, I think that we have to decide if we can put in place safe measures. This is why, and it's so important, we pass the American Rescue Plan. The estimates are it costs tens of millions of dollars to be able to safely open a school. And the key thing we're focused on right now, the president's focused on, is getting money. They're now trying to cram down hundreds of billions of more dollars for teachers unions, despite the fact that we still have billions of dollars we haven't spent on school reopening yet. His goal that he said is to have the majority of schools, so more than 50%, open uh, by day 100 uh, of his presidency. And that means uh, some teaching in classrooms. So at least one day a week, hopefully it's more. Which means one day per week, which means 10% reopen effectively. Now here's the thing. Well over half of schools are already open. The Biden administration, which is a lockdown administration, is doing this entirely in contravention of the available data. We will never do any of these lockdowns um, again. And I hear people say they'll shut down the country. And honestly, I cringe because... Florida and California took precisely the opposite tax. California shut down forever. Florida stopped the shutdown in the middle of last summer. They have a very similar death per million rate. The only difference is that Florida is the second oldest state in America. California is the fifth youngest state in America. California wrecked its economy, wrecked its freedom, wrecked everything. Mayor Garcetti and Gavin Newsom is responsible for all the businesses that are going under. We need somebody to do something about this. People want to know when things are going to get back to normal. Dr. Anthony Fauci says we can never go back to normal until there is no risk. If we can get where the level of virus is so low, it's not a threat at all, then at that point you could start thinking in terms of not having to have uniform wearing of masks. But we're certainly not near there yet. There is no such thing as no risk. There will always be risk when it comes to COVID so long as COVID is with us. The actual disappearance of the disease is not likely. So the question is risk assessment. Biden administration does not want to do risk assessment. Instead, they would like to prolong the feeling of crisis. If you're going for a touchdown, don't spike the ball on the five yard line. Wait until you get into the end zone. Deaths are down precipitously. Cases are down precipitously. Vaccinations are up precipitously. And yet we keep hearing that we are still in crisis mode. Maybe we'll get back to normal next year. The truth is there's been an entire cottage industry dedicated to the idea that COVID should make you afraid for your life at all times. 
This video we captured of shoppers and employees unmasked at a Florida grocery store has put Naples. The reality is that we have been living with this virus for a year. Many Americans have been going out, they've been going to work. Many Americans who are younger have been going out and participating in everyday life. Many Americans have already gotten COVID and recovered from it because the death rates on COVID are not 10%, they're not 5%. The death rates on COVID for the bulk of the American population overall, it's more like five in 1,000 is the death rate. Look, we know what we need to do to beat this virus. Tell the truth. Why are they doing all this? Because they have an agenda. They want to spend $1.9 trillion in COVID relief. The motion is adopted. It's a remarkable, historic, transformative piece of legislation. By the way, that $1.9 trillion in COVID relief, it includes hundreds of billions of dollars for state and local bailouts. A huge majority of states didn't even lose tax revenue during 2020 because of the bailouts we already did. But Biden wants to bail out those states anyway. Which states does he want to bail out? The blue states, of course, because those are the states that have systemic debt problems. The actual financial shortfall this year from COVID is going to be about $450 billion in terms of GDP. So he's going to spend $1.9 trillion, which is crazy. All this is about is just a political agenda. Okay, folks, if you enjoyed that audio-only version of Debunked, you will love the video version. It's way better. And this episode, it's just the tip of the iceberg. Get the entire first season available right now exclusively at The Daily Wire. The show looks fantastic. It's got that documentary feel there, some great visuals. Plus, you can get my show notes with links and resources to all of the data used all in one place when you're a member. Become a member today. Go to dailywire.com slash subscribe. Use promo code Debunked for 20% off.